eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. To the cheeseheads who want it fresh... And the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Flipping into the defensive side of the ball, you you have your all-pro back in Jair, and, you know, you've got Quay Walker, and Devondre Campbell's a no-go, and then Quay gets hurt, and then, you know, all of a sudden it's Isaiah McDuffie and Eric Wilson in the middle of the defense for your entirety of your game, and Darnell Savage gets hurt, and... Rudy Ford played really well, obviously mm-hmm. snagged another interception, but you know, then you've got Jonathan Owens back there and really hard to find consistency then on the defensive side of the ball when you've got all these moving pieces as mm-hmm. well. And, you know, Packers fans scoffed at the week six by in the off season because you always want like the mid season by, but this is a desperately needed by, but it also is a concern to this point that it's so early because this is a banged up football team. And I don't think a week it's going to yeah. do a lot for some of these guys. No, I don't think it is either. I mean, and, and it's some of the, I, my hope was that a lot of these guys are close enough to where like, maybe they will be back. The extra week will do some good, but then we thought Aaron Jones was going to be back this past week, but if he was like close enough that he was like a game time call, almost like, well, maybe another week we'll give him. I mean, to me, it's less at this point, it's less about getting healthy and more about like, all right, what do we need to do? Like, this is, this is a mess. And obviously the offensive line needs to be healthy. And so, I mean, some of the skill position guys, I mean, Watson's back, you know, that those guys are healthy. What do we need to do offensive? And, and that, it's just, it's my own bent, Maggie. I don't care about the defense. Like I do, but I don't like whatever they want to do on the side of the ball. I don't particularly care about, but offensively, like it's been such fits and starts that if they can just use this to like reset themselves a little bit. All right. We knew, we knew coming in, this is going to be, this is going to be a little stop and go. This is going to be kind of a rough year overall. That we were going to be learning stuff. What did we learn over the first five weeks? What did we do well? What didn't we do well? What did we need to change? Like, it's a very good time for that to then try to shift. It's almost because they did that in um, what last year, right? They didn't shift their defense after the buy. It was just week 13 buy. And it was too late at that point. Like, if they want to change stuff, like now's the time. I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. And health, health or no health, 
just see, like that self scout. What do we do well? What do we need to change? What can we simplify? I think the bye week is when they look to do that. So having it now, I I hope we will see a slightly better, well, or less squeaky unit, I guess, <laughs> coming 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 out of the bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I, you know, there were, there were good, right? The, the Raiders had 96 total yards, it looks like on the ground. So the Packers finally held the team to under 100 rushing yards. We you know, Josh it. Jacobs had 69 yards. So pretty impressive performance, I guess, from the run defense. Garoppolo only had his 208 yards, took three sacks, threw a pick. Like the defense is doing what it needs to do. And Malafleur said, like, anytime your defense can hold a team to 17 points, you expect to win those games as mm-hmm. an offense. So I don't want to put you on the hot seat here, but it, is it Joe Barry, Dusty? What Like, how hot is Joe Barry's seat? Because he's he's always the scapegoat on Twitter. And obviously the Preston Smith on Devontae Adams thing did not help his case. But he also has flashes where he really is putting his guys in positions to be successful. But then there's head scratchers where, I think it was the Falcons game, where they had a light box and, like, Justin Hollins was your edge rusher on a third and goal. Like, yeah. you know, so so where where's your thought, I guess, on on the Joe Barry defense? So for the Preston thing, first of all, if you've not if if you've not read it, the uh, Justice Muscata did a great thing at Epic Banking Company. We wrote that up. That was uh, very illuminating. I thought it was amazing. I knew the one of the things I didn't think about was the fact that like at that point, both of the linebackers and the safety were gone. So like anyone who was going to make a check, like Eric Wilson is not making that check. Uh, so that 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 was very interesting read. I thought. Um, I, I am of the mind that Joe Barry should be gone. I'm not I'm not mad about it. I'm not going to yell about it. I think Joe Barry should be gone, not necessarily for what has happened this year, uh, because I think the defense has yeah not been a bright spot because there still have been baffling baffling things. I still just think not using some of his players correctly. Um, mm-hmm. There's I, I I think I don't know. I I think he runs what he learned to run, but doesn't necessarily know like why he runs it, which makes it kind of hard to fix uh, once you, once you kind of get under the hood, but whatever. I think Joe Barry has proven over his time in green Bay. He is not good or consistent, does not consistently put his guys in position to succeed, does not change things up when he needs to change things up. Uh, And I mean, to me, that's, that's the big thing. If you've got guys that are good at things and then you do not consistently put those guys in a position to do things like one one of their best performances when when Jair Alexander, like bullied Joe Barry and they're like, I'm taking Justin (laughs) Jefferson. I don't care what you say. And then he's like, okay. And then a couple years ago against the lions, when they were getting gashed and Matt LaFleur at halftime was like, blitz Jared Goff. What are you doing? And then they came out and showed him down the second half. I, I don't think that bodes well. So again, I don't think it's this year. I think it's what he's done in time with the, with the Packers. I just don't think he's good if it's a coordinator. I didn't love the hire at the time. And I don't think he's done enough to say like, because I, I, my assumption, I don't think they've released the terms on this. My assumption is that this is the last year of his contract. And same thing with Patton. Uh, would they just let him walk? If they sign Joe Barry to an extension, people will burn his house <laughs> to the ground. Uh I will not. Uh, some people will, but yeah, I, just, I don't. Again, I don't think it's this year. I just think what he's shown, what what he's done, some of his downsides. I I I don't think he deserves to be here after this year. I don't think he fire in midseason. But I don't think he deserves to be here after this year. 
it it honestly feels like the exact opposite of what's happening with the offense, where the offense is that you have growing pains, but the scheme is doing enough to help them. The defense feels like the scheme is hurting them, but the players are good enough to overcome those deficiencies. So it's like a really, because on paper, I mean, Mina Kimes has said it. There's a lot of talking heads that talk about how this defense is, or, you know, maybe not this season with, yeah. with more rookies, but should be a top five, like top eight unit in the league, given that they've got, huge names all pros at a couple different positions and then the product on the field just doesn't match so I don't know I and I think you could argue at the time that it made sense with an inexperienced head coach and you know wanting somebody that's been around for a while but your defense you know we talked about all these contracts that are coming up soon on offense and you want to you want to get production out of your guys while you have them under contract because we know Rashawn Gary's going to get an extension soon or he better mm-hmm. maybe they'll get that done during the buy at least um but this defense is going to be together you'd hope for a while so you need somebody that can come in and get the most out of them did you have you know any like we talked about the offense right and how they can fix or you know be hindered by these things what can the defense do coming out of the buy is it like you said putting guys in better positions is it a self scout or do we think it's just that guys like Jair are going to be Jair and keep the team together even through some bad coaching? I, yeah, I don't I don't think it matters because I don't think Joe Barry is changing his stripes. Like, Joe Barry started running stunts, and it was a big thing. Like, ooh, <laughs> he's not even blitzing. He's just running stunts, and that was, like, Joe Barry's big thing. Everyone's been doing that since, since like, the 70s, man. Like, that's nothing. I don't think they're going to change, so I'm, I don't think they're going to do anything. I've been saying for, I mean, for a couple of years now, like, I don't. Scheme is scheme. There's, there's def- offensive schemes. One thing, um, defensive scheme, there's maybe three or four active in the NFL at any given time for the most part. Like it's, it's reactive. You have your shell, you have your rules. And I mean, it's, it's more complicated than that, but there's, there's really only a handful of those around. So I don't think it matters what you're running. It's that you run it well and that you run it aggressively. The thing with Barry is that like, he wants to obviously put, he wants to play a little soft, right? You rally and tackle. And then aside from the first year, they haven't been that good at tackling, but I understand the idea behind it. Uh, But there's too many, like not this year, I guess, but last year it was too many. It was like, they were playing soft, but also blowing coverages. So like, if you can't, (laughs) his first year, they played sound on the back end. Like if you watch Mm -hmm. those safeties rotate, like it was like, okay, like these guys know what they're doing. And then that kind of fell off. So I kind of want, I think with, if the offense does not pick it up, you need a defense that just is going to go for it occasionally. That's going to be like, okay, I might give up a 70 yard touchdown over my head, or I might take, I might take this sucker back to the house. Like you, you need to create turnovers. You need to create chaos. And they just haven't been doing that. They've got guys like Kenny Clark's been a wrecking ball up front. Rashawn Gary. We know what Rashawn Gary's been doing. Jair. We know Jair. Rasul. We know Rasul. Well, loves to jump him around. Uh, like they've got guys who are, if not ball hawks by their resume, desperately want to be like have mm-hmm. that mindset of doing that and they need to get those guys in position to do that like and just give them give them the ability to freelance a little bit whether that's like kind of shading a safety over jair and telling them okay if, if it's an inbreaker jump it like we got you or we don't got you and then make that mistake at 100 miles an hour and if they give up a touchdown you give up a touchdown i just think if you if it's evaluation year anyway and you and you just if the offense is not doing that well the best thing to do i think is create chaos cause turnovers and with the soft defense, like if they're not rallying and tackling, they're going to give up 
12 play drives and you're keeping Jordan Love off the field. You're not getting a good evaluation there. And then you're also not providing the offense with short fields and giving them a good opportunity. So, I mean, they, they, they picked off Jimmy G. They probably should, they should have at least one more, uh, maybe two more, I think, in this game. Uh, but I think given the, those guys, just play with your hair on fire. I don't care what we're playing. Give them the ability to play downhill and just jump what you want to jump. Try to cause some chaos to turnovers. Like, I think that's the biggest thing that they need to do. Yeah, I know the there was like a clip of the quote that got taken out of context, but Jair had basically said, like, you have a young offense, they're developing, the defense needs to do a better job of forcing turnovers and scoring points on our own and doing what we can to help the offense because they are young and mm-hmm. they are struggling a little bit to get things going. And, you know, of course, the Internet ran with that, saying that there's no confidence in the offense, but you know, his point is valid and what you're saying is exactly right, where you need to just put these guys in positions to get after it and make plays. And, you know, I I talked about it a couple weeks ago on the show. Matt LaFleur has called out Darnell Savage two or three times at this point, saying that he's always the guy on the sideline saying, we got you coach. Don't worry about it. And the defense has that mentality. Like they want to be that kind of Mm -hmm. defense and they're just not being put in situations where they can be. So Hopefully we see some change after the bye, but I'm I'm with you where I just don't necessarily see that being the case. 